All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. Episode 71, people. Bombshell was dropped last night. Tragic Johnson and the Los Angeles Lakers are this close to hitting an iceberg, and nobody's there to steer the ship. Paul Pierce, the truth, came out this week with some erroneous comments. Drew and I are going to talk about how he feels he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. And my guy, Ralph Lawler, calls his final regular season game at the Staples Center. 40 years deep representing Clipper Nation. I talk about my childhood with Ralph Lawler and how much he means to me. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick that intro music. Do you believe in magic? Man, hell no! Fuck magic. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple, Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? Your boys are back. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Yep. Holy shit, Drew. What just happened last night? I cannot wait to get into this with you because I know you are so upset right now. Yeah. And we have so many storylines to talk about. We do. But first and foremost, Drew. Yeah. Episode 71. No, you know what? First and foremost is to apologize to everybody for the last episode. <laughs> we know we had technical difficulties. We honestly did not know until the morning we had to put it out. Drew, explain. I mean, you guys were all able to hear. Unfortunately, one of our microphones went down, and uh, the audio that was picking up was from one microphone. So I sounded great as usual. You sounded great as usual. I'm the one that ends up, you know, getting effed on this. Yep. Uh, a lot of people hit us up about it. Staying, our boy Staying in Hoops said... It sounded like I was cooking in the kitchen yeah. and doing a podcast at the same time. So we, you know. Cooking with Clips is coming soon. It is coming back. It's I'm bringing that soon. back. Coming, Shout out to Fresh. I'm talking about the show, though. Oh, yeah, the that's show. coming. The show, Cooking with Clips. <laughs> um, so we apologize. We pride ourselves on giving you the best quality content that we, we can. Yeah. So we had to double and triple check that everything's going to be fine on this broadcast. Yeah. And if you've rocked with us in the past, you understand. You know. That's just not, that's not our standard. So. Shit happens. Hear us now. Episode 71, Drew, do you have anything special for me? Yeah, it's not Magic Johnson's episode. It's Tragic Johnson. First and, first and foremost. Ooh, I cannot wait to talk that about is, this, That bro. is the one individual that will not be nominated for this Ooh, I can't wait. particular episode. So, uh, 71. No NBA teams have won exactly 71 wins. Okay. 
Only two individuals have scored exactly 70 points. And we know one of them 70 well. 70 71, Drew. 70, did I say 70? You said 70. Well, Don't get it two twisted. individuals have scored 71 points. Mm-hmm. And we know one of them pretty well. We know, we know both these guys pretty well. Okay. But one we've featured uh, quite a few times. Let me guess. Go ahead and guess. Wilt, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. It is not Wilt Chamberlain. Shut up. It is not. Elgin? Yes. Uh, Elgin got 71. Elgin okay. Baylor scored 71 points in 1961. And then the the other one, I think you actually were in attendance. That was David Robinson. Yes. I was there. David Robinson. Shit, I forgot that. 1994 mm-hmm. scored 71 points exactly. I don't think we've ever done a David Robinson episode. We'd ha- we have. We did? Yeah, episode 50. 50, 50 episode was David 50. Robinson? Yeah, it was. Was it? 100%. Well, shit. Yeah. It's Luke Walton's episode. No, it's Tragic Johnson's <laughs> episode. It has to be, bro. I fuck that. I, I refuse. Should we just dive into it then? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out at some point. I'm. It's Luke Walton's episode. Okay. Because he won. <laughs> Luke Walton won the war. Game of Thrones is back. Luke Walton survived. Oh, my God. He, well, supposedly he survived. Hey, let's get into the story really fast. Yeah. Drew and I are doing our, our usual Tuesday night routine. We go to our local watering hole on Tuesday nights. We eat tacos, and we discuss what we're going to talk about on this podcast. Yep. Correct? Correct. As we're sitting, having our lovely ahi tacos. I think you had a nice fillet. I had the, I had the fillet. You had the fillet taco. Of, yeah, the fillet of fish. No, it was, <laughs> no, the, it was, it was the fillet taco. The fillet mignon. Um, breaking news comes on, yep. on the screen. We're watching, NBA, we're watching the basketball. NBA TV. We're watching the basketball game, and it comes up, and Drew is actually taking a bite of his taco while this is happening and it says magic johnson has stepped down from uh the president of player operations with the los angeles basketball, Lakers. Operations. basketball operations excuse me yeah and we both kind of lost our shit there for a minute my phone yeah. started blowing up your pop started texting you you got really upset yep and i started laughing like yep. the asshole that i am at some point yeah that's fine i'll just i'm gonna make a general statement here before we start getting into the details okay Magic Johnson is a quitter. He has been for several years. Quitting. Quitting all of the jobs that he's ever done. If he can't win, he doesn't want to fucking play. He's a very successful individual. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. Uh, But he clearly doesn't have a work ethic that is a a standard work ethic for a working individual that takes on a job. He he is, I, as far as I can tell, a brilliant businessman. But he took this job thinking that all he was going to have to do was smile for the cameras and be the face of the, of the Lakers. And the day-to-day monotony of this job that is paid significantly well, they, we paid him a lot of money, he was not on board with doing. player Being in the NBA and being the president of player operation basketball Excuse me, basketball i keep thinking of him as a player excuse me yeah of basketball operations this is not a nine to five job no this is a this is the nine yeah this is all day all day all every night. single day you're flying around you got to be scouting people yep. you got to be talking you to be people. watching tape got to be doing all of that you got to be looking at recruiting not only players but personnel uh, personnel yes. front office yes. uh training staff like everyone you're yeah. you're you run the show it takes somebody very special and somebody very dedicated, and it it it, it, it it's been very well documented that there was days where Ma- I mean Magic didn't have good office hours. Magic wasn't showing up to practice. Um, Magic was getting uh, blamed for a lot of stuff. So, you know, we 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 were listening to his 
uh, I want to call it a rant. I don't even want to call Ramble. it a rant. He was rambling. It was he was rambling. babbling. Yeah. Uh, and crying and then not crying and then laughing. And then it's not funny, dude. And mind you, the Lakers played an hour after that. This was before a game. Before the last game. Before a game, he decided to do this. And nobody knew. This is the weirdest part. Nobody knew in the it's whole It's almost Laker like he woke up that day or even like on his way in. He's like, you know what? I don't fucking do this anymore. The Dodgers are on. I own the Dodgers too. Like I'm gonna say, fuck this shit. I'm gonna I want to watch baseball. I don't think that's what happened, Drew. I'll tell you what I think happened. What do you think happened? Well, I I actually from everything that I'm reading and watching, uh, as far as it was supposed to be 10 a.m. this morning, 10 a.m. this morning, the whole coaching staff was was about to get fired. Luke, everybody was getting canned. That's what Magic wanted. And when you are president of basketball operations it's your call genie genie gave magic full reign yep and your president is the guy that makes the call you hire and fire yeah okay i'm pretty sure and him and palinka and we'll get into palinka in a minute weren't really vibing either palinka was taking shots at practice like the past five or six practices magic hasn't been there and palinka like low-key was saying oh well where's magic at why isn't magic here like low-key yeah. shots good and he should be doing that yeah because his job's on the fucking line, too, now. So I'm pretty sure at that meeting that Jeannie and Palinka and Magic, whatever. They had a three-hour meeting three hour yesterday. Meeting, and, Jeannie and, and Jeannie said, no, nah, we're not going to fire Luke. That's not going to happen. Right. So I think Magic, and I think Magic wanted Palinka fire, too, to be honest with you. I think that, I think he was part of it. Because um, he, like, Magic doesn't want to be the only guy going down for this. You know, Palinka doesn't know what the fuck he's right. doing either. Right. So when you get under, when Jeannie says, no, like we're not going to fire him, then Magic's kind of like, well, fuck it then. If you don't want to listen to me and we're not going to do what I say and I can't have full reign over the team, then I'm just going to bounce. It's the way he did it, Drew. It's the way that he didn't tell Jeannie, didn't tell LeBron, didn't tell anybody within the organization. And they were all, we saw it. We saw Stu Lance there. We saw Jim Hill there. They were all just as shocked as everybody else. Well, they were getting ready for the fucking game. Right. Everyone was there getting ready for the Laker game mm-hmm. against Portland. And then he decides this impromptu uh, meeting because he wants to control the narrative. He doesn't want a, a, a meeting with Jeannie so that she can try and put her spin on it. She wants to pull the rug out from everyone's. He wants to, he wants to pull the rug out from everyone's feet and be able to set the tone and, and, and do it his own way. Right. Magic, I feel like, has always viewed himself as bigger than the Lakers, bigger than the NBA. And his life and livelihood has kind of, you know, for the most part, been in, in, in agreement of that. He's a, he's a huge personality, but he always views himself, in my opinion, as bigger than the Lakers. He's Magic Johnson. But especially for this role, like, it's pretty clear to me that he didn't give a fuck about the Lakers or Genie Buss or Luke Walden or Rob. All this was it. All this was it's all magic. It's an effort for him to try and uh, rise above this shit storm that we're in. And try to be as clean as possible. Look as clean as possible. Uh, and I think in doing that, I think he's a little delusional. Because his fingerprints are all over this shit storm. He might as well have created the shit pie that we're all eating right now as Laker fans. It tastes good on this side. I like this shit pie. that. I'm well, you've eating. been eating that for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> That was a low blow right there, bro. I get it. Yeah. Um, so you're just really too happy about this whole thing. So I got no, to gotta, throw a little bit no, of jabs. I got to throw some I'm jabs too, on it. I'm not too happy yeah. about it, Drew. I, I said on on April 4th, I wrote this on our page, on my page. I said that the Laker organization is a mess. You agree with me. Mm-hmm. I said that uh, Magic Johnson is a, it was a phenomenal basketball player, a great businessman, 
Uh, Rob Palinka has no idea what he's doing. He's never been in this situation before. Genie Bus has the keys. Neither to the does bed. Magic. I, okay, but I, I'm with you. But yeah, like you were saying earlier. I think Magic is a great, a master connector. The best networker you can meet. Everybody fucking loves Magic, okay? Sure. Everybody loves Magic. I think that his timing on this is... I think he sees the writing on the wall. I think... I think he wrote it. Okay, I'm okay. It's in his handwriting. I think he wants to get out before all of this all of this shit hits the fan, which it's going to. I don't think there's any free agents that are going to come. I think he got the Lakers' LeBron James, which was huge, and he did get that, and people should, uh, you know... Uh, give him a round of applause for getting LeBron James. Uh, I just don't think that he if he saw AD and Kyrie coming this summer, I don't think Magic quits. I don't think he quits because you kind of want to salvage your reputation for what he hears what the media is saying. He hears how people are saying he's really bad at this job. But if I'm Laker Nation and I'm not, I would be completely um, I'd be, I'd be, uh, dis- disappointed would be a really good word and you can take it from there. Cause I know you're disappointed. Yeah. That's one way to put it. I I'm yeah. Disappointed. Um, I'm disgusted. Magic Johnson signed up for three years. He said it was a three-year program. I never thought he was going to be here for 10 years, but the three years was to build us back to be a championship team. Um, he is quitting on us. He is a failure in this position. Just as he was a failure as an executive, a failure as a coach. He did quit his coaching job in 91, by the way. Yeah, he, he did. did. He quit that. He quit every job that yeah. he's had outside of being a Laker, a basketball player. And that one was taken away from him because of HIV and, and old age. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, this is the point I would I, I really want to, to get across here. All of the blame on this season cannot be put on just Magic Johnson. I will say that the efforts in which he did, uh, whatever lengths that he went to to sign LeBron, I appreciate. However, I do think LeBron had it already pla- planned to be moving to L.A., whether it was a Clipper or a Laker destination. didn't really fucking matter. You don't think it would have mattered if it's Magic I, or whoever else. LeBron wanted to be in L.A. Right. because all he wants to do at this point is make fucking movies and TV shows. Right. So he was coming to L.A. regardless. Mm-hmm. So for for you know flipping a coin and having Magic be like, well, you should definitely be a Laker instead of a Clipper – for whatever reason, that, you know, fine. I'll give him some credit for that. I will also say that, you know, as, for as much power as Genie Bus gave him, he has every right to have not brought on Rob Polinka to begin with, but chose to bring on Rob Polinka. Because on some level, that was his decision. If he's the president of basketball operations, he has full autonomy, especially for that GM role. He chose Rob to be his right-hand guy. Strike. You don't think there's any influence with Genie? And Strike Kobe? number one. You don't think so? I'm sure that there was. Right. I'm sure that Kobe and Genie and, and Rob, like, they all know each other. Like, Rob knows Magic. They've been home. Yeah. They've they been know each other forever. for 20 years. And Genie loves Magic, known Magic yeah. forever, and has known Kobe forever. Exactly. Okay. So, I, but my point is, is mm-hmm. like, Magic agreed to have Rob. It wasn't like Magic was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, no, I don't want Rob Polinka. As far as I know, mm-hmm. he had every right to, if Rob was failing at his job, fire him. Right. Okay. When we're talking about the writing on the wall, I think you're absolutely correct, and I and it's devastating. This is the this is the most disappointing part for me, is that I don't I agree with you. I think if he saw a path to Anthony Davis or Kyrie or Kevin Durant or Kawhi or whoever it was that he promised that he was going to bring to this franchise, I don't think he would be quitting right now. Now we don't know Magic Johnson's decision making process because this was so fucking far out of left field that we don't know. Maybe he would quit anyway because he just doesn't want to get up and do another day of president of basketball operation meetings and scouting, et cetera, et cetera. It's clear that he was kind of done with it anyway. And his job really starts in the off season. 
right? So, like, during the season, yeah, he has a lot to do. But the job really starts in free agency for him. Especially this summer. This is what I'm getting to. Okay. So, the writing on the wall, the entire year, if you've listened to this show at all, I've been saying it's not this year. We don't have to have it this year. But this offseason is the greatest and largest and biggest offseason in Laker history, maybe since we drafted fucking Magic Johnson. Like... Maybe since then, maybe ever, maybe ever in the history of the Lakers, this is the biggest offseason because we have an aging LeBron that's clearly not, he's not as healthy as we all want him to be. He's banged up. Hopefully he'll, he'll remain healthy. But who wants to play with LeBron? Who wants to come to the Lakers with nobody at the helm? The one guy that we chose to be the face of this franchise and bring in and recruit, that was literally what we signed him up for more than it is the day to day was to bring in another superstar. Didn't happen this year. We lo- we lose Paul George. That's on him. Paul George didn't even take the meeting. That is on him. Lamarcus That's... Aldridge didn't even take a meeting. Well, that was before Magic, I think. I, uh, that was, was I think that was before okay. Magic. But right. the Paul George one was a done deal. Supposedly, yeah. Right. Paul George said out loud he wants to be a Laker, and right. somehow that slipped through our fingers. Then this catastrophe with Anthony Davis happens, and that is on him. As much as uh, Dell Demps and the New Orleans oh, that's Pelicans. That's 100% on Magic. Yeah, as, 100%. as much as the Pelicans tried to fuck that whole thing up, Magic certainly uh, stirred the pot on, on, on that soup mm-hmm. right there. And I think when he's looking to this offseason, I think he feels inept. I feel like he thinks he's not going to get it done. And I think that's why he quit. I think you're absolutely right. I think he's a coward mm. for leaving this position in this way. How he did it, too, makes it even worse. You don't consult. Like, your sister. He calls Jeannie Buss his sister Sister. more than five times during that ridiculous press conference. And and if that's the case, how is it that you're going to drop this bombshell on her right before the the end of the season? Where, again, his work is about to start, supposedly. So now we have this directionless franchise. I I know Jeannie uh, has some blame in this. But to be quite honest with you, there's no way she could have seen this coming. She chose a president of basketball operations that was willing to take this job, wanting to take this job and bring us back to the promised land and has fallen short in every aspect of his job other than getting LeBron. I will give him as much credit as I possibly can for bringing LeBron to us, but it's incomplete. We see it now. And the catastrophe with Anthony Davis has sent us into a spiral here because we can't have this team. Not only that, and I'll get off this is my last point. Because of him and Rob Polinka, we have five roster spots for one-and-done deals that we now also have to be worried about to complete our roster. Not only do we need to be bringing in a superstar to play alongside LeBron so we can actually fucking compete in the West, or not two. even win, or not, not even win, just compete right. in the West, right. we also need to fill out the rest of our fucking roster. So the guys that we do have on contract, we're all supposed to be traded this year. It's almost like you need a whole 12-man overhaul or 11 because LeBron will be there. So, to, to, to end this all, I have always valued Magic Johnson as a player. I, I want him to still be embraced on some level because of the greatness that he brought to the, to the Lakers as a player. But we're done as far as any type of involvement with jobs or consulting or recruiting, anything to do with the Lakers other than being a fan of the team, please come to games. Fine. Whatever you want to do. Sign sign jerseys. Like, Mm -hmm. do the whole thing. Fine. But you are no longer ever, as far as I'm concerned, should be involved in any kind of business or job decisions with this Laker organization. He's done. But I totally – I think everything you're saying – and you're heated. I know you're heated right now, and I would be too, dude. 
I would be too. And my, remember, dude, I went through this forever. I went through a, a racist owner for so long. Right. And you're just kind of like, how the fuck are we making these decisions? Right. 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 I, I think we give Jeannie a little too much like pass. We're giving her too much of a pass. She is the owner. She didn't ask to be the owner. She got, you know, she she was. She did ask to be the owner. She fired her brother. She did fire her brother to yeah. bring in magic. Yeah. I think we give her a pass. Sorry. But mm-hmm. I think we give her a pass because we all remember her like with Phil Jackson. Right. Right. So that just in, in Laker memory and, and random like NBA basketball fans that will remember she was dating Phil Jackson. Right. And for they were some married and in some for some reason, like we assume just because of that, that like Phil like downloaded all the information into her head mm-hmm. about how to run a franchise. And guess what? And Phil, he doesn't know how to run a franchise either. That's my point. It's right. like Phil, we found out that Phil doesn't actually know how to do that. Right. So yes, you're right. She she does it, she gets a little bit less blame than she should, but at the same time, I don't think she had a whole lot of options here. She looked at the one guy who wanted he, Magic wanted he this job. He did. And how was she going to say no to her big brother, as we or little sis, little brother, whatever right. the fuck's relationship that they have? Right. When he says, "Look, I'm Magic Johnson. Look what I've done with the Dodgers. I love this Laker team. Let me recruit LeBron. Let me recruit these guys, and we'll turn him back around, and I'll be done in three years." That sounded like a good plan. Sounded like a good. We plan. had two in the bag, supposedly. And now, so I, my whole thing is like when, when, when we took a look at that landscape, the Lakers were shit. And we, we brought on Magic Johnson and Rob Palinka as hope that the connections that Rob had with Kobe and all the other players in the NBA and the front offices, I guess, on some level, uh, would respect him. And that Magic would be pulling the strings nonstop to be getting pe- people into our organization. And both of those things have not happened. And I can't blame her no. for, for giving that a try. I think there's two things here. I think that the Lakers and the organization pride themselves on hiring within, right, too. They hire from within a lot. Sure. Um, and they want to be friends. Like, it's a friendly – we're going to keep this all in the family. And honestly, Drew, it doesn't fucking work like that. Yeah. I don't think it, – it really doesn't work like that. And I also think that Magic saw – how great LeBron is, but he's also noticing like nobody wants to come and play. Like they don't want to play. That's with him. the thing that and, none <laughs> of us could have anticipated, that except for wanted to come. So, play? I mean, we I had some concerns about who would really want to be playing with LeBron because mm-hmm. all of LeBron's guys are retiring. It's mm-hmm. his 16th season in the NBA. Dwayne Wade is retiring. Dirk Nowitzki is retiring. All the dudes that LeBron fucks with are leaving the NBA. Carmelo Anthony was never re-signed this year, even by a Laker team that LeBron had. So when you look around the league and you go, who wants to play with LeBron? We're about to find out. Because if LeBron actually wants to win, he's going to have to do the fucking recruiting now. And that's not his job either, though, dude. But I it mean, is and it isn't. I mean, like, part of it. Part of what he signed up for mm-hmm. was to be the guy that wanted to bring people to him, mm-hmm. right? So that was part of the job. But then who, and we, right. and I've been saying this for, oh, and you have too, like, who wants to come to this mess right now? Exactly. And, and, and honestly, Drew, and this isn't a dig. It's a fucking mess. It's a mess. The whole it thing is a mess. Is a mess. And it's, it's honest. <clears throat> and I think everything would have been different if, if this whole Clutch Sports and Anthony Davis thing happened and you yep. guys got him. The, your young bucks, Lonzo and Ingram, and, and all that. They still might have been hurt. Ingram still would have gotten the blood clot. It was going to happen. Right. But things just would have been different. Right. Uh, spirits would have been higher. I, I feel like if I'm Lonzo right. and I'm Ingram and I'm Kuzma, I'm looking at like, okay, well, what the fuck, Magic? Yeah. Seriously, you're going to bounce on us? Like, right. is LeBron next? Is LeBron going to be the guy that's like, fuck it, I need to go to 
get me on Houston or get me somewhere else yeah. than being right here. Um, even even down to the simple point that like LeBron can't even recruit people to be in his movie. That's what I mean. Like That's, his reach is not what we think it is. And it, I just don't. I don't. I don't think it's because LeBron's an asshole. It's not that. No, but his, he's all encompassing. Right. He's the biggest thing he everywhere he goes. And there's a lot of pressure in playing with LeBron. Like, right. And a lot of these kids want to make the cheese too. Right. Like. It's not, I'm going to take a pay cut to go play with the Lakers and LeBron. Like, if I can make $90 million, I'll go to Orlando. Fucking A. Go, yeah, fucking A. I'll go to, I'll go to Phoenix before yeah. I go join this shit show. Right. And that's basically what it is. So now, what we're stuck with here, I'm, I'm going to get off Magic Johnson. He's wasted enough of my time. <laughs> when I look at who we're going to possibly bring in to make this thing happen, to turn this around, the list is short and it's exclusive. We got three guys. We're going after, if we're smart, which we're not, so maybe this won't happen. Uh, if we're smart, we're going to go after Daryl Morey of Houston. Uh, we're going to go after Bob Myers of the Golden State Warriors. We're going after Sam Presti. And all three of these guys are going to be given whatever amount of money that they want by this Laker organization. Because I also think the Toronto guy... That we can't say his name, Sam, Sam Samurai Ujiri. Yeah, but why would they? Why would they do so it? So the reason why <laughs> mm -hmm. is because the Laker history, Los Angeles, money. We 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 will be giving them as much money as we possibly can because that's what it's going to take. Because if it's not any of these, you know, like maybe four or five guys, like fucking Sean Marks looks pretty good right now from the from the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Uh, Danny Ferry, who just got a job in New Orleans. And he's going to keep, yeah. Like, the list is only 29 long just in general because there's only 29 of the teams in the NBA that have a president of basketball operations. Jerry West is too old. And, and he wouldn't go anywhere. He might. The, there's no money. There's the, no Lakers, the Lakers always have a soft spot for Jerry. So he might do something, but – He's 81 years old. He's not going to be the president of basketball operations. He doesn't have the day-to-day. -day. he doesn't want to do that. He does, fuck that. He, why he would he want to do that? what it entails, Exactly. And, and you got to want, like, first of all, Ballmer has more money than the Lakers are worth, by the way. So it's like yeah, he does. Whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever the money is. But that's my that's, point is that it, Jerry, it, for him, Jerry West, the money isn't the, it's isn't, not the, no. is not the deal. No. It I would be he, where his loyalties lie, where he wants to go. And I think he wants to see the end result from his work. You know, if not I'm always. Magic, he leaves a lot. Like he left he, the Warriors after the, the first championship. But they won the championship, and he said, "I got it. Right. Okay, I'm going to move on. Right. I can prove exactly. I, I, I've taken Memphis to a perennial playoff team every single fucking right. year. Right. And I think he his greatest challenge is the Los Angeles Clippers and building this team through through. Well, he's in the middle of it. You're absolutely right. He's in the middle of building that too. Right. So why would he leave the middle of that work that he's putting? And out? I think he wants to see it through. He's an old school cat. And it shouldn't, not... it shouldn't be our target because he is old. Right. No, he, I get he it. He shouldn't be, be your yeah, target. He should not be our target. But honestly, Drew, I don't, as great as Daryl Morey would be and as great as Bob Myers would be. And, and by the way, we, we discussed this last night because I asked you, we were talking about Polinka and I'm not a fan of Polinka. I don't see, I don't see this. Like, I, be I believe Magic was like, dude, he needs to go, too. Like, we got to bring somebody else in this. No agent has ever become, gotten the job as, what's what's his title? What's Polinka's title? So, GM. GM. He's General the GM. Manager, which is but what Bob Myers is now. But for the Bob Warriors. Myers is the only other guy. And Bob Myers learned from... Jerry West. He Jerry learned, West. He learned, yeah, he learned from Jerry right, West. Right, that's who it was. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he, was, so, he started as an assistant GM assistant and then worked, GM. worked his way up. And he learned the ropes. And, you know, again, this is not a job that you're just like, all right, cool. 
it's 4 p.m. I'm going to take off yeah. today. It's not that. There's and no Monday through Friday on no. this job. It's a fucking seven days a week, mm-hmm. literally probably 20 hour a day job. And two things to go with that. Colin Coward was even saying today that like Magic every single summer takes a month off to go on a yacht with his friends and just travel around the world. Exactly. That's what he likes to do. Right. Magic's the fucking party guy. Yeah. You know, and you cannot take a month off in this game. Right. You know, most of these dudes, when you look at guys like Eric Spolstra and Fizdale and guys that are coaching, I'm just talking sure. about coaching. Sure. Started in the fucking video room, dude. Yeah. Started as ball boys, started as whatever in the video room and put in their put in the work, dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and Palinka is a basketball player. He played at Michigan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he knows people. But To get to the agent thing, though, mm-hmm. Bob Myers, as you mentioned, is was a, an agent mm-hmm. and has made the transition and is one of the best GMs in the National Basketball Association. But he Association. learned from somebody right. and he, saw what it He didn't it just move from bang, bang, now, right. now you're a GM. Cut all your ties with your clients like, you think, and, and bring them in. Do you think Lawrence Frank works? You know, has a forty-hour work week. No. Talk about a guy that that worked his way through the Same through shit. the pecking order. That Video is. coordinator, head yeah. coach, assistant head coach, yep. and then you're you know what I mean. Yep. You got to you got to put in your time and effort. And just because of who you are in the Laker lure, isn't like this isn't the early nineties. You don't just because you're shy. good at basketball, right? or just because you're an agent, mm-hmm. or just because you're a lawyer, does not make you qualify. And for don't this you think that's why? Uh, Maury in Houston, right? Yeah. He had a whole different approach. Yeah. And he's like, it's like the money ball of, of the NBA. But it worked. Of basketball. Which is why, so to kind of to kind of round this off. Okay. If the Lakers are going to recover and have something happen, <laughs> some anything happen positively this offseason, it starts with whoever we hire for this position. Because without this, we are fucking a captainless ship. We, we have no direction. We're the, we're, no one is at the helm. And there's an and, iceberg coming, dude. Right. And and we don't even have a fucking bell to ring at this right. point. So it starts with this, and then whatever happens from there can happen. But I know, uh, and it's going to be really hard for us to bring someone like Bob Myers away from the Warriors. Why would he leave that? Uh, other than money. Other than an opportunity to build in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey is still hasn't won. His his project is incomplete. He still hasn't gotten over the hump with Houston. And I know that's something he wants to do. But he's way closer than he would be joining the Lakers, I think. Unless people want to come play for Daryl Morey. Like, I just, I feel like part of being a GM and, or being a president, like, you have to sell it, dude. Yeah. You got to sell the possibilities. Just like we heard, yeah. you know, do you really think, do you think, Magic really wanted to take Lonzo. I do. Like, okay, so you really do. You I think do. That was gonna be that was his a number one. That he was he, he was on Lonzo the whole time At, coming out of UCLA mm-hmm. uh, when they they went to the tournament that year. Mm-hmm. Magic all day was saying Lonzo Lonzo's my guy. We we didn't take De'Aaron Fox. We didn't take Jason Tatum. And as much as I love Lonzo, and I still think that, that you know there's a there's a bright light at the end of this Lonzo Ball tunnel. Uh, those are mistakes. Right. Jason Tatum, I, that's again, maybe that's a failure that Magic Johnson had at scouting. Jason Tatum was by far the best player in that draft, and yet it went third because Boston played their fucking cards right. And there were more mistakes. Right. There was, I mean, let's talk about Zubak, okay? Yeah. You're just going to give, and, and I think that was like a, that was kind of the breaking point for Laker Nation where they're kind of like. Why? Yeah, really? What like, did we why? just do? We just and gave why away an asset. why are you asset. trading him to, to the Clippers? And then so, we, you know, and then there's okay. Well, let's get Beasley and Rondo on one year contracts, and let's get Javale. And guess what? Javale was probably the best pickup you guys got. Javale played great. Rondo played great. He did. I, I'm not mad. At, and I'm and to be honest, like the ones that didn't play great, I'm not mad at you. Right. I'm not mad at you, bro. 
you, you, we knew what we, what you were when you signed up, Lance Stevenson. We knew what you we were. Did. Yeah, you're right. You did his. He did what he does. He does what Lance does. Yes. Lance Rondo played. A, honestly, I think Rondo had a pretty good year. He did. Playoff Rondo. We didn't get to see him because Minus we didn't make the playoffs. Game. I mean, it started. It started rough. But I don't mind the grit. Right. Like, give me the grit and the spit. I like it. I'm not. I'm. On, I'm on top of that. That's fine with me. Okay. So don't you feel uh, that no matter what. The Lakers have right now Lonzo. You got Ingram. You got Kuz. You got Josh Hart. You have LeBron. Ingram has blood clots, so hopefully he, we still have Ingram. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Um. So you have a decent base, but is that going to be enough? Especially if you, and if I'm Luke, where's the trust? Right. Right. In that base, where's the trust with with Luke and management? Right. At least Luke knows that Genie's on his side. I, and that's the thing is, I I actually think Luke might be in for the final year of his deal now. And he might want to finish that off and get the fuck out of there, bro. Because shit, it, it, it is what it is. Do you think we spent too much time on? We that? did. I, I, my, uh, my final thoughts are: are I, it's, it's vital that we find somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing to occupy the most important position in this franchise, which is running the franchise, and especially this summer. You need like who's gonna do this right, right now? Yeah, and it's a huge summer for us. Uh, you're absolutely right. No one is coming here right now unless we can, for some reason, we can make that Anthony Davis trade. The trade for Anthony Davis happen. Outside of that, I don't see a single free agent. I mean, Kyrie Irving is insane. So maybe he'll come because he's just a fucking crazy person. And, and <laughs> so, okay, so think about this, though. Yeah. The guys that you're saying for, yeah. to take Magic's role, Bob Myers and right. and, and uh, Maury, yeah. like they're going to go deep in the playoffs most likely. Yeah. So this is going to be another month that's going to be lost. If we're so, going after them, yes. I'm calling this right now. Yeah. I think, I mean, I I said two that. months. Two if months. They, if they make it to the finals, right. if Bob Myers makes it to the finals, it's June. And you're in June and July 15th. July is right there. And July 1st right. is when the fucking free agency starts. So they fucking get Ty Lue or Byron Scott or they're going to, you know what I'm saying? I see Jeannie, uh, you know, Kurt Rambis. You had mentioned him. Sure. Uh, my guy that's on NBA TV, Griffin. That guy. Oh, David Griffin. Yes. Yeah, the former Cleveland Cavs. Cavalier. Who's Fine. extremely smart. Fine. He'd be great. Not a problem. Right. I bet his phone is ringing off the hook and right now. do you now. think he gives... He knows what it takes to be that guy? I don't know if LeBron likes no. him. No. Oh, shit. That's, that's the, right. that's the major wrench. LeBron. There's the major wrench in that one. It's like, I don't know if he and LeBron get along Facts. well enough to make that happen. They get along better than the other guy, than the owner. God, we spent too much time on this. And yes. I, Laker Nation, the, you know what? Uh, I've heard this said before. Rock bottom is the perfect place to build a foundation. I like that. You're sp- That's where I'm going right now. I lived at rock bottom for a long time. We can get out of this. We can get out of this. It's we it, we we have LeBron. Yes. And that's that's it's better than if we don't. You right. know, that's all I can say. Right. It's better than not. I don't having know. Him. You might have been better with D'Angelo and Julius Randle, and you might have been better. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Another mistake that happened. That was that's cup check. That's cup check though. And and guys, we didn't even bring this up, and this was part of the whole point of us talking about this drew literally today had a heart attack i had i had, had a, 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 a magic johnson's trying to kill me i had a panic attack uh i was uh i was almost taken to the hospital um this literally so happened people this happened lakers today. you're the lakers are actually killing me please please get the ship right so that i can live a happy life yes because i need my friend with me bro and i can't do it it's it's, it's not the it, you know i need clips and drew right okay do it for the podcast drew uh, so let's get off Magic and the Lakers real quick. Some funny shit that happened this week 
and uh, we were all over it on our Instagram and you know on our personal pages and whatnot. Whatnot. This whole Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade shit. Motherfucker, okay? Paul Pierce. So, <clears throat> Paul Pierce on NBA TV. I, I don't know if it was NBA TV or it was a uh, 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 TNT. I don't, I'm not sure which show it was. ESPN. Yeah, so ESPN. Excuse yeah, me. yeah. So they always ask Paul Pierce. Like they they give Paul Pierce like this 30 second challenge, right? And they'll ask right. him a bu- bunch of questions, and one of them was like, "All right, well, who had a better career, you or uh, D Wade?" And of course. Inglewood's finest, the truth, comes out and says, well, yeah, me, duh. Like, uh, yeah, I had a better career. You give me prime Shaq, prime yeah. Braun, prime Bosch. When I'm when I'm 25, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would have had a better career. And I think I had a better career. And then Jalen, and the whole internet blows up. Because there's a lot of people that fucking hate Paul Pierce for whatever reason it is. You he's, being one of them. He's easy to hate. <laughs> he's not, though. I don't see the hate. Most of the hate comes from Laker Nation. And it, it's it makes, everywhere, bro. Paul Pierce is an ass. Why, Drew? Because he's Wh- dumb. Why is he dumb? And he's wrong. What, okay, so any professional basketball player is going to say that they're better than that, unless you're going to say, "Did you have a better career than than Michael Jordan?" Like most guys will, will always. It sounds say like Paul Pierce better, might say yes. He, I don't think Paul Pierce would say that. But it's pretty player. obvious that he didn't have a better career. If, why? If you just, why? If you just look at. The stats, and that's exactly what Jalen was doing. This is what you were going to bring up. No, the accolades, not not the stats. No, the stats. Okay. Yeah, the stats also, but, but whatever. All all of the accolades and the stats are against Paul Pierce. What I was getting they're, at, they're not though. All of them are. No. What's one? Paul Pierce is fifteenth all time in scoring. And where's Dwayne Wade in that? It, tonight, he's actually if he does it tonight, he'll pass Elgin. He needed six points to pass Elgin Baylor to be 29th. He was 30th. Now, the accolades... Paul Pierce had more points, but he played a longer time in the NBA. Yeah, two years. Two years more. I think this is... Now, now, mind you, let's be on the same ground here. I'm not saying Paul Pierce had a better career than Dwayne Wade. I think Dwayne Wade obviously had a better career. Right. I don't think people are giving Paul Pierce enough respect for what he did and and how he played. This is not a question of respect. This is a question of he saying that he's better than Dwayne Wade. But what would you say, Drew? I would say no. So if you're if you're Paul Pierce, obviously you're going to say you're a better player. No, 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 no NBA basketball player wants to admit that he had a, had a, a a less career than somebody else, unless it's blatantly obvious. Which and to me it is. Okay. To me it is. But, Dwayne Wade is like the second or third best shooting guard to ever play the game. One hundred percent, I agree with you. So, and I don't think Paul Pierce, although he may be fifteenth on the scoring list. Mm-hmm in my mind, is like the second or third or fourth or fifth best small forward to ever play the game. So that's – and then and then when you do look at the accolades, like Dwayne Wade led the league in scoring. Paul Pierce never did. Like we can, You just watch the Jalen Rose clip. He goes through all of these accolades. And, and so you agree that Dwayne Wade had a better career. But I, you're just – you're sympathetic with the fact that Paul Pierce was asked the question on national television and what else is he supposed to say? No, I'm also sympathetic to the fact that I understand why he said that. The whole reason he said that was if you give me, he didn't have a good player on his team. Mm -hmm. You could say Antoine Walker all you want. He didn't have a good player on his team or two good players until he was 30 years old. He said, if you give me Shaq and Chris Bosh and D Wade or, or uh, I know you're talking about. You know what I'm saying, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Excuse me. So, but but let's punt the break there because because his move to bring Kevin Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen to Boston mm-hmm. is what spurned LeBron's move and Chris Bosh's move to Miami, in my opinion. 
Like they were the they started Cleveland that. Cleveland couldn't beat Paul Pierce in Boston because yeah they couldn't because they had Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen along and with older Paul Kevin Garnett and all they won was one. That's fine. They still lost to Dwight Howard okay. led Orlando. Okay, team. so answer this. Answer this. Okay, who had a better career, Dirk Nowitzki or Dwayne Wade? Dirk. Dirk has one hundred percent a better career. Yes, they have the same titles. Okay. No, no. Dirk has one. Sorry, I'm talking about yeah. Paul Pierce. Excuse me. Oh, Paul I'm Pierce or Dirk? I'm, no, 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 no. That that one we're not going to argue. Sorry. You think that Dirk Nowitzki had a better career than yep. Dwayne Wade? Dirk Nowitzki is one of the top ten basketball players to ever play the game. He's on your top ten of all time. He's one of the he's one of the ten best players to ever play the game. So, of basketball. so he's on your top ten all time NBA team. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. That'd be interesting. We should do that because I'm not that's a, denying that's a long, that. Long. That's a tough list, but I, I, I would say that he's got to be at least considered. Okay. And I'm, I, you know, I don't know if Dwayne Wade's on so, the top. So for 10. those that don't know, we're we're back to Paul Pierce and Dwayne Wade. Okay? Yes. Sorry. And you brought, and, you brought and the, Dirk. No, I know. Okay. Because we got to talk about Dirk, and but we're gonna talk about numbers. Okay. Uh, Pierce played 15 years with Boston, 10 time All Star. Dwayne Wade, 13 time All Star. Paul Pierce was four time All NBA. Uh, Dwayne Wade, eight-time. Eight. Eight-time All-NBA. Not first team. Paul Pierce never made a first team All-NBA. We're talking second, third. Exactly. D-Wade, D-Wade, not too sure if he made a first team. I'm pretty sure he I'm did. I'm positive he did. Uh, he was an eight-time. So, he led the uh, league in scoring one year, so that has to be first team All-NBA. They both were finals MVPs. They, uh, uh, D-Wade was a scoring champ in 2009. 26,000 points for, uh, or almost 27,000 points for, for Paul Pierce. 23,000 points for Dwayne Wade, and that changed tonight. So he beat out, he, I'm pretty sure he beat out Elgin. So he's 29th all time. Gotcha. Um, I was more under the impression that, like, I think people forget, like, how good Paul Pierce was. We all get to see he didn't, he didn't have this great last year of the, you know, the farewell people don't tour. love Paul Pierce. No, I get it. Draymond said it best. They I get don't, it. they don't love him like that. I get that. it. And not everyone's going to get that love. <clears throat> not I, everybody is. You're right. Not everyone's going to get that love. I agree. And, 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 you know, as much as we're, we're touting Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade has been asking for that love with his fucking hands out open being 100%. like, please give me some love. Uh, I mean, goddamn! I can, he, can he, tr- how many jerseys did he give away? Uh, they have 82. to print. They're, they're going into like, into the inventory. $300 jerseys. Those are the jerseys they're sell. Like every game he has to go to the, to the shop right. at, at, at the, at the, at, at the, at the stadium. And be like, okay, give me the jersey. I need another one because I, I keep giving these away. I gotta I, give. I, I'm, I gotta, I'm running out of jerseys here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say this about Paul Pierce, and I'm an LA guy, and you are too. Yeah. Okay. Paul Pierce is an LA legend. This yes. guy was freaking Inglewood High School, just absolutely amazing. Uh, I've watched him his whole career. I think it's, I, I hate the simple fact that. Most Laker fans and most fans just remember the whole wheelchair thing, right? It's hard like to forget that. I get okay, and that is the reason why most people hate him is for this whole thing. And that's not and, just Laker fans; that's a lot okay, of people in so the world. That's the only thing you bring. Bring me up something else to why you hate Paul Pierce and why Laker Nation hates Paul Pierce. And I'll sit back and, and it that happened with LeBron, like minus this season, <laughs> minus this season. Uh, the only reason we, you know, the decision, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I hate him for doing that. If that is the only thing that you're thinking about, and people hopped on our page and like, oh, Paul Pierce is a pussy. Guess what, dude? Paul Pierce got stabbed 11 times. Neck, face, back. He was going to die. <clears throat> this happened in September of 2000. If Tony Batie doesn't get him in his, in his car and get him to the hospital, he dies. Right. September. November, this guy ends up playing 82 games, averaged 25 points a game. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say Paul Pierce is a pussy because of what happened with the fucking wheelchair. 
Because that's bullshit. And if that's what you, if that's the only thing you remember, you remember about Paul Pierce, I think that's fucked up. And that's why I'm going to his defense. That's the only reason. Do I think Dwayne Wade had a better career? Yes. I just don't want to forget. I don't want people to forget what this dude meant to the game and meant to the Boston Celtics. Cause he literally, they were horrible dog. They went through, they went through a 10 year span where if it wasn't for Paul, for, for Paul Pierce and how he played uh, with nobody, he kind of had the LeBron syndrome minus Antoine Walker. Okay. Which most people don't even know. Some of our young listeners, who the fuck is an Antoine that? Walker? Yeah. He had nobody. Um, so that's just basically why I was getting upset about it. So with that being said, I'm taking Dwayne Wade over Paul Pierce as, Everybody as a is. better career. In the history of the game, everyone's taking Dwayne Wade over Paul Pierce. Unless you're a boss. And player. to give you just some perspective on why I hate Paul Pierce. <laughs> you hate a lot of people today, it bro. Is, it is. Yeah, it's a hateful episode for for myself. Um, it's, it is. Ap- you're, you're absolutely right. The, 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 the thing that gets my ire going, gets me fired up more than anything is that little fucking move that he pulled in the finals. And they okay? and they beat you. And he lied. He, li- he lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. He faked an injury. Oh, my God. Got carried off the floor and then wheeled into the back. We've all been there. We've all seen it. But that is honestly enough to hate someone. That is enough. Is it? It is. Okay. And it to me, it's much more egregious than the decision, as, as you so aptly put. I think you're absolutely right. There's not a whole lot. That Am I Paul, wrong about that? There's not. A, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is uh-huh. th- those comparisons are fine. If you want to if you want to just point out one thing in Paul Pierce's career and one thing in LeBron, those are the things. And I agree with you on that. But to me, what Paul Pierce did uh, is like a middle finger to the game of basketball. It's a middle finger to the people that actually get injured on the court every day in and out of the, of the NBA. Okay. But how do we not know? What if he was really, say he was felt like he was really, Paul Pierce is a gamer, dude. This guy played so many freaking games. He's a gamer. Say he, what was it? Was it the knee? Was it the ankle? Do I, re, I don't remember. Because it was nothing. Okay, but so whatever. He thought that he was hurt. It's not like he was pulling himself out of the game to be like, I don't want to play. So they take him, he's the, he's the they franchise They carried player. him Listen, off the okay, floor. Okay, And they wheeled him into the back in okay. a wheelchair. Okay, so they wheel him back. I, this guy is And then franchise. he ran out less than five minutes later. He ran not, out of the tunnel. How do we not know that he didn't get some, some what, what's the shots that you get? The cortisone what shots. If it, well, how do we not know that it's like, can you go? I don't know if I can go. And they they pump him up with cortisone. He's like, fuck it, I can go. We don't know that story. Dude. I'm probably I can I, I can guess that that probably happened. Okay. But my point is is like if he was so injured that he couldn't walk off the floor, cortisone ain't gonna be repairing. So that's a, a why fucking you hate Paul tendon. Pierce. And you that, also hate him because no, he no, beat you guys. No, 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 no. Well, I I hate him because of that. And he's a Celtic. You have to kind of hate. Him, I, so. I don't like him because he's a Celtic okay. for sure. So that makes sense. I I what I have never appreciated is the fact that he himself. It seemed like to me, maybe this is some LA stuff that I don't know. That he nicknamed himself the truth. Shaq gave him the nickname, by the way. Shaq nicknamed him the truth, just like Shaq when? nicknamed it. That's it's it's been known. But when one hundred. He he's the one. Nobody called him the truth until nobody called Dwayne Wade f- the f- the Flash until Shaq did it. Shaq nicknamed him the truth. But when, 100%. like Shaq didn't play with Paul Pierce until Shaq was like thirty eight. 
it's not about playing with him. That's what when Shaq did he, named, But when did he do that? I don't know the exact date, but okay. Shaq is the one that nicknamed him. He the is truth. not the truth. He's a fucking lie. <laughs> this so is, this is the, that's the under. That's the underlying. So give me factor one here. more reason why yeah. you hate him so much. So that was two. Those are two because things. of the truth. Because Shaq nicknamed him the truth. I didn't know that Shaq, and I don't know the validity of the. the it's one hundred percent. Where did you? Valid. Where did you hear you that? You can look that up anywhere. You can ask Shaq. Look at. Look, oh, I'll just ask Shaq. <laughs> I'll go. You go on your rant and tell me why. I I didn't know that. If that's the if that's the case, then so be it. But he perpetuates that, and then that's a fucking lame. So you ass can't name. have nicknames anymore. Shaq couldn't. Be, so so so. If Dwayne Shaq Wade, gave him the, I love Shaq. If Shaq gave him the too. nickname, then that changes my perspective on that. And okay. I didn't know. I thought he, like I said, to my own knowledge, he nicknamed himself the no. truth. Um, nickname I, Pierce's nickname, the truth, was bestowed on him by Shaquille O'Neal after a one hundred twelve, one hundred seven. Laker victory over the Celtics on March 13th, 2001, in which Pierce scored 42 points, 13 of 19 shooting. O'Neal pulled Boston Herald reporter Steve Bullpit over and gestured towards the notepad. Oh, well, that's fair. Okay. Whatever. I did. I was unaware of that. Okay. I still don't like his name because he's a fucking liar. <laughs> I didn't know that. Hey, one thing you got to love about Drew and myself is we keep it real 100%. If I, we hate somebody, we hate somebody. I just think yeah. it's it's... Unless these dudes are robbing people and they're raping women and they're getting convicted of doing a whole bunch of shit. If you can't tell me one real reason why you hate this man besides something that happened that was so small. It was pretty big. And so was the decision. And I think LeBron yeah. would have made a better if, – if, if it's 35-year-old LeBron, he would have made a better decision. I also think there was a lot of pressure from SportsCenter and making – getting the money to do all that. But if that's the only thing you have to say about LeBron then or Paul Pierce, then you know you can, you can miss me with that shit. Because Paul Pierce is a, was a fucking beast, dude. And if you don't think Paul Pierce was a beast, he, he, he competed every single night and a lot you – know, LeBron will even tell you, and I'm sure Dwayne Wade was. Why do you like Paul Pierce so much? I've always liked Paul. I mean, he's an LA kid, and he, I, I, I no, he was a gamer. He was clutch, always clutch, dude. He was loyal. I think that 2008 uh, uh, team was amazing. I loved it, and he, he waited it out. He didn't quit, and you can build around me. Come to me and win with me. I'm not going to go to you and win with you. KG knew it. Ray Allen knew it. I want to fuck with Paul Pierce. Same way that LeBron and Bosch were like, fuck it. I want to win with Dwayne Wade. And that's kind of what you want from LeBron on your team now. It's kind of what I want on my team, on the Clippers. Like, fuck it. I want to win with Pat Beverly and not saying they're even on the same level. I know what you're getting at. You, you feel me? Paul Pierce didn't have to sacrifice, you know, I've already been with this team 10 years. Like, I'm not just going to leave and be with somebody else. So I really dug that. And I really wanted him uh -huh. his final year on the Clippers back in L.A. I wanted him to be successful, and it just didn't work. It I didn't think work. He's, he stretched his career two years too long. Yeah, about two or three years. Wizards shouldn't have happened. The, the Clippers shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, and, and those are kind of the hard years. But he's a gamer, and he wants to play. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. So that's just my piece on Paul Pierce. And I just, I just th feel like – and he's not the best announcer. And, yeah, he's a cocky that, motherfucker. So when you ask me why – like what another reason is it, it has a lot to do with with what he's currently doing for ESPN. Uh, it's great because he's essentially a fucking punching bag out there because he'll say some stupid shit and then Jalen or Chauncey or or even fucking Michelle Beadle gets on his on his ass left and right. So he he'll laughing. they'll just and I, it, so that's entertaining. Except I can't I have to mute it when he talks because he's an he's just he's not good. He's not good at that. 
So that's another reason. You hate him, him though. That's why you're muting it. He's literally not good at that. You agreed. You said he's not good at I, that. I I just think I think like you said, a punching bag is a great way to put it because they yeah. put him on blast and they know kind of what he's gonna say. Yeah. Um. But I I think a lot of these players turn analysts is really hard. It's not you know, an easy job. It's not because even Isaiah Thomas tonight took a shot at James Harden because I I think James Harden's twenty nine or no. James Harden's 129 points away from catching Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas threw Shea and said, we'll catch these rings. You feel me? Like, a lot of these guys are real uh, prideful of how of they play. Of course they are. Winners. So, same way with Charles Barkley and stuff. Unless you're Shaq and that can basically say, like, I murdered every single one of my opponents. Right. Every single one of them. Yeah. Charles Barkley will still say the same thing. Me, prime, prime me? Oh, dude, Giannis is going to have a problem. Like, come on, Chuck. Right. Come on, Chuck. You can't guard Giannis. And and to be quite honest, like I I I can understand that point of view. I can. Okay. I can get it. There's a lot of pride involved. You're talking about his career, uh, but we're on the same page. That was dumb. Of what? Of Paul Pierce. <laughs> it, it was, was dumb. It, it, it was dumb. It was it was the same thing. It's kind of like if we're gonna sit here and argue, if somebody says, "Well, who's a better player?" I'm obviously gonna say it's me. You're obviously gonna say it's you, and we'll fucking argue the whole time. But what am I supposed to say? I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, dude, you kick my ass every single time." I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna be like, "Dude, I'm gonna give you the business." It's it's competitiveness. It is what it is. Yeah. And when you've been, and we both have not been to the top of the mountaintop and won NBA championships and done all that shit, so whatever. Enough about Paul Pierce. Uh, couple, are we going to do uh, Ralph? You want to talk about Ralph? Yeah, I have to. I have to because the Clippers are playing their last uh, regular season game at home. Ralph Lawler is going to be with Bill Walton um, tonight announcing his last regular season game, and it means a lot to me. It means a lot. I, I begged Drew to get here early so I can watch this. I don't want to record it. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Get a little choked up when I talk about Ralph. You know, my whole childhood, it's the same thing with Vince Scully to Dodger fans. It's the same thing to you and Chick Hearn. Yeah. Uh, I grew up, and I've chills saying this, like all I remember is Ralph Lawler's voice. Seriously, I remember watching KCLP Channel 13 staying up late and watching Clipper games when we mm -hmm. would get one Clipper game a week on that channel. This is basic freaking cable. And he's been a consistent in my life. I've been through girlfriends. I've been through friends. I've been through jobs. I've been through everything. And, and Ralph is literally the only consistent, you know, me better than a lot of people drew. I don't miss Clipper games. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, the Clippers are a huge part of my life. Maybe a little too much. You know what I mean? Sure. Cause, uh, I take it way, like way serious. And the simple fact that he's not going to be here next year is really tough for me. And I don't know, it's kind of like who the hell are the Lakers going to get to fill Magic's role. I don't know who's going to fill Ralph's role in 40 years, dude. Yeah. And one one thing Ralph was great at, and I got to say this, is that we, we had hit, we were in rock bottom for so long, dude. So long. There was nothing to be positive about. Nothing. But Ralph always made it positive. And Ralph always came every single night and made it fun to watch a Clipper yeah. game. Um, he dealt with a lot of bullshit. We went through, you know, him and Bill Walton to me were my favorite bill. The best, the best. You I know? would growing up a Laker fan. I would tune in to listen to Bill Walton and Ralph. Lawler. And that's why it's so important tonight to watch this. Cause Bill and Ralph are back and 40 years, dude. And, and, and Ralph, we, you know, I said today, I'm like, you know, if I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Ralph or bingo. I don't know. I think, <laughs> bing, think bingo, bingo, bingo <laughs> rice will sound really right. Oh, that's really funny. Um, but you deserve, Ralph, if you listen to this, and I've been trying to get you on the podcast, and I'm going to send this clip to you because we want you on this show, what on up, this Ralph? broadcast. 
Um, legend. He, Ralph is a legend. And just the same way Chick was, the same way Vince Scully was, um, you meant so much to me personally. And I met you so many times and you were always the nicest man in the world. So uh, I wish you the best in retirement and you are you're going to be so missed. Yeah. So missed. It's not going to be the same. None of it's going to be the same. So that's that. And I hope the Clippers win tonight. Uh, yeah. I mean, a quick, quick, I guess one, one quick thing. Yeah. Tell me a go. quick thing. One, one quick thing we got before we go tonight is the last night of the regular season of the NBA. I know we talked a lot about shit that wasn't actually game related stuff we that didn't. isn't actually NBA related. The playoffs are upon us. Game of Thrones is coming back God, this weekend. Sunday, I cannot wait. The Masters are starting tomorrow. I'm going to Memphis tonight. Tomorrow, you're leaving for Memphis. BH1, you got one holler you got at some, you. You got some pretty big things happening over there. But as as terrible of a mood as I have been in for the last 28 hours, including almost dying, uh, I am dying. I am that excited about the 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 playoffs. We're gonna have a whole playoff breakdown for you next episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And this is Dash Radio. Yeah, nothing but net channel that's right we're bringing it to you every saturday night keep doing what you're doing screenshot you listening to our podcast or our broadcast or our show whatever you want to call it we appreciate everybody you know chiming in and, and doing what they do uh we love you and we thank you so much the playoffs are going to be crazy clippers are in it lakers aren't that was one more low low blow to you drew i apologize fucking new? <laughs> uh but uh, you know what it's only right it's only fitting that we keep it nipsey hustle we're going to take them out with uh, grinding all my life, this has been my just my my chant all week because that's what we do, Drew. Yep. We're grinding. We're gonna keep plugging away at this. We got the hottest NBA show around. You know it. I know it. The world knows it. Nipsey Hustle grinding all my life. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We're ghosts. Bob Myers. Fuck magic. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this game. That's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone. I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. Ah. Don't know a nigga like myself I say self-made, meaning I design myself County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself Spot rays, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself nah. Damn right, I like the life I built I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed Standing so tall, they think I might got stills Legendary baller like Mike, like Will 96 Impala, thug life on wheels up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel Successful street nigga touching them first meals Whoa. All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I been grinding all my life yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life Grinding all my life, look, I got everything I said I was gonna get on my kid. In addition to that fact, I went legit. I'm the shit now, according to the way that I'm positioned. In this biz, it look like I'm just gonna keep on getting rich. Ah, know them West Side RSCs is us. LAPD on my dick, I'm a squeezing bust. If a rap nigga did switch cheese and bust, all this rap money nigga, look, I need too much. Money, loyalty, and love in the dream we trust. You'll be switching up the players on your team too much. Tiny copy, that's my love, young Supreme, what's up? And we travel around the world getting cream or what? 
Ain't you get off on whoever hustles, sing the brush? Las Vegas strip pop, yeah, you cranked them punks. After all that looking tough, all he seen was stumps. 50 Cent and Mayweather fleet to sing with us. Show story. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life.